Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. After our post-finals buy round, we're back for the spring, for the summer, for all the sports. It's sports haven now. If you are a US sports fan, you are in heaven. It's all happening. Yeah, you've got the MLB postseason, NFL just going ballistic. NBA start off last two days. Yeah. Yeah. NHL, if you're into the ice hockey, no yeah. one is, but that's chill. And JLT Cup final this weekend as well. A-League, EPL, yeah. Champions oh, League. It's you, amazing. It's, it's, it's sports bonanza. Well, we need the AFL back and we're sweet. Yeah, well, we're at the trade period as well. Talk about that another day because it only just finished and oh, what a day it was. But oh, anyway. Yeah, it was ludicrous, some of the uh, trading going on. <laughs> But uh, what was also ludicrous was our weekends. Uh, quick little recap on yours first, Baz. How did you find the weekend? Oh, there's no point in recapping nothing, is there? Pro- probably not. No. You, you got some places. You, you, you're about. You're you're there. You were you were good for the run to use. Uh, yeah. Racing parlance. Yeah. Look. Um... You 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 sat in the pack early, and you just didn't. You could maybe you drew a wrong barrier. Maybe you're carrying a little bit too much weight. What really pissed me off was toes and stardom getting up. And I think you were with me at the cricket and I saw it get up. And uh, considering we've tipped it probably three or four times this year and for it to get up like it did and I was off it, really grinded my gears. So are you going to go back to it? Oh, look, depends on where it runs and what it does. But I didn't think it was going back from its last Caulfield start, similar barrier, similar conditions. I don't think it would be able to run down the outside but it did and yeah made them all look pretty ordinary in the end oh well it does happen though it does happen and for mine uh you talked me up something something shocking on our nfl special and uh we have a new addition to gordo's black book gordo's nfl black book special who's that uh, the Ravens, and Ravens. in particular Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, you're done. 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 I'm never, never picking the Ravens ever again. I did give you a tip on the NFL last week, and you just ignored me flat out. Yeah, what was the tip? T- Texans to cover the nine point line. Yeah, see, nine point lines for me are too big, especially not, this year with not, the average teams. Not with the Texans, who are one of the highest scoring teams in the NFL, and they were playing a team. They got, they got the, no the defense. Worst, the worst defense. They, in the they NFL. got no defense either. Yeah. Nine points is a lot, especially this year. Nah, it was easy money for Jam. Yeah, very true. Well, as long as you were on it and someone else was, that's all good. But yeah, the Ravens are done. Flacco, you're not even a quarterback. The fact that you get a starting gig and Kaepernick's out on the sidelines just proves that he should be suing everyone involved in the NFL. Well, he is. That's an absolute joke. It's just it's just a joke. It's just like, you, like wow. And uh, yes, so... We're staying well away from the Ravens, and uh, the Jets almost beat the Patriots. What's like last week? All of last week in terms of NFL chaos. It was ridiculous. Utterly chaotic. Just and silly. Wasn't much better if you're a fantasy man either. No, nah, fantasy was was all over the shop. So I think you just draw a line through that yeah. that week, and then you start again this week. I'm pretty confident with a few this week. So yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. We have a new segment this week. Yep. It's called Over and Unders. Overreaction or underrated. So yep. we're going to do 10 little hot takes on uh, some of the main events that have happened in the last week. All right. And I've, I've already read what you, you sent this out to me and I've yep. read a few of them. So I'm 
actually looking forward to this a little bit. There we go. So the first one, we'll start off with uh, European football, or round ball football. Yep. And that's, uh, we're going to the EPL. And our good friend, the ginger, the Belgian ginge, KDB, Kevin De Bruyne, is he the best player in the Premier League or even the world? He's not the world. He's not going to knock off Ronaldo or Messi. Well, he is nominated for the Ballon d'Or. If, and he, if he, he won't win it. Any dares you guys have want out there, if he wins the Ballon d'Or, yep. tweet him in and I'll do them. All right, done. We'll, we'll, get, that, we'll get that going. Because, yeah, no chance. And he's probably one of the top players in the Premier League, but I don't think he's the best in the Premier League. Do you League. watch his game on the weekend? Yeah, he's pretty good. He was very good. Yeah. He was... Some some people, most of the English press have gone on to uh, say that he's actually otherworldly. He has passing abilities. He's like he's like in the Matrix, apparently. He sees passes that don't even exist. He passes it into the fourth dimension. He can... he can Eyes in the back of his head, all of that stuff. So Look, you, you don't you don't rate him that highly? He's not the, uh, not the he, ginger Zidane? When he, when he does it, you know, for a few years in a row and, and carries a team, like, you know, all the way, then... I might consider it, but until then, it's just a flash in the pan, mate. No, oh, fair enough. So uh, we'll call that one an overreaction then. Overreaction. Fair enough. So second one is uh, World Cup qualifiers should be a series of mini tournaments at the end of domestic yes. seasons. Yes. So bang on. That's an underrated point. And I agree. A, it'd be way more interesting. Yep. You get four or five games in a month or whatever. You get and full squads. Full squads, full training, better, better actual product. Yep. And you don't get these ridiculous... Like, Messi had to buddy, deal with jet lag, score a hat-trick, get back on the plane and go play for Barcelona in two days after that. It was like, it's pretty silly. Well, even with the Aussies, so Leckie's missing out on the Hertha Bullion Europe trip. Yep. Um, Aaron Moy played limited minutes on return, and I'm sure there was others as well from the Australian team that missed out, you know, playing full 90 minutes or not playing at all because of the schedule. And now they've got to play again in November. They've got another two games in Honduras. Yeah. So, yeah, it just makes sense to have a window at the end of each each year where you know, it's over four years. Surely you can have five games in two months or something and just sort it out. And plus the TV revenue they'd make from that would just be... FIFA would be, yeah, loving it. Yeah, and, and also, you know, all these countries have to go out and make all these stadiums to, to host a World Cup. Just go back to those countries that have already hosted the World Cup and now they're using the stadiums again properly and it builds into their economy. It just makes a lot more sense than having these we'll one-off... We'll have to redo a few of those stadiums yeah. now as well. For some of them, but yeah. <laughs> but for the, for the countries that have their shit together <laughs> and didn't, you know, didn't bribe 400 different officials to get the World Cup in the first place, um, it'd be sweet. Uh, speaking of the World Cup, FIFA's new world rankings have the Socceroos up seven places to 43rd in the world. Yeah, is that know. fair or is that... I don't know how the ranking system works. Is that is, is there any sort of point system? Is there like is it weighted or? I think it's yeah. But what I don't is I don't, it similar I don't, to the cricket? It's like it's like the ICC. It's like most rankings here. Like if you win, you go up. If you draw, it depends on the other team's ranking. But somehow we've drawn and lost most of our games in the last month. Yeah. And gone up seven spots. Yeah, we're playing low, lower ranked teams. Yeah. From Asia, only probably Japan. I think they're still ranked one ahead now. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know how we've gone up. You know, Confederate was Confederations Cup taken into. Uh yeah. So all all international games, including friendlies, are taken into account. Because but... we did alright there, but still, like, I don't think we should have gone up seven spots. Yeah. I think if anything, we probably should have dropped back a few pegs. Yeah, no, definitely overrated us indeed. Especially now we haven't actually qualified. Yeah. Considering qualified. 30, 32 teams qualify for the World Cup, ranked forty third, there's a pretty likely chance that we might not even qualify. Yeah. Which would suggest that we're not in the top 
you well, know, 40 countries. Well, if you do that way, like, you know, Netherlands and stuff like that. Yeah, and obviously they miss out because of just the way the system works. But yeah, I definitely think uh, FIFA's having us on a little bit. Uh, someone else is having someone else on as well. Head to the A-League. Is Bruce Kamau, as said by his own uh, gaffer, Mr. Warren Joyce, the A-League's new Aaron Moy? I think he's a new Aaron Moy because he's a totally different, different player. player. Like, is he the new superstar marquee player that's going to go over? And his quote from Warren Joyce was, "He could he would easily walk into any championship side in England." Well, I think he's got a little bit further to go. Like he's he scored, he kicked three goals in two games. That's it. Yeah, that's all he did. No, but he, he does. You know, provide run up and down the wings and crosses yeah. the ball and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it doesn't mean he's, he's going to just a, walk into Europe and just start yeah, like the second a, best. Comp. He's still got a lot of development to do, but I think he's got the right manager, right coach. You know, he's, he's coached Pogba and a few others cleverly and, you know, you know Wes Brown, for instance. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he, and I'm using Wes Brown as a reference because Wes Brown only signed for City. Um, and obviously, you know, he's going to develop further. He's 22, so he's probably starting to get too old for, you know, those sort of clubs to look at him now, would you think? Like, no, I don't think so. Because I think the A-League's getting a lot better. So people are looking at this as actually like a, a proper competitive Weird time of year, uh, like temperature-wise and weird format. We don't play enough games. So match fitness, people get a little bit concerned about because like, ha- will they will they survive a full European season? But yeah, like we saw more make the tradition, transition from A-League to Championship to Premier League. I think more people will, will be backing us in to do that now. But I think Moy is a totally different player and a totally different level of player. Oh, definitely, he? definitely, yeah. But given another two or three years, I mean, Moy is what, 26, 27? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... You know, Moy plied his trade over there, came back, did well in the A-Leagues, now back over there playing Premier League and doing pretty damn well. So yeah. you can't write him off, but I think... Um, He's got a while to go. Yeah, a bit of overreaction maybe from... Probably just Joyce pumping, pumping yeah. his tyres up. Uh, we'll, we'll transition across codes now to the AFL. Uh, the trade period should be one super day of trades. So there was, there was 31 trades done over the whole trade period. Yeah. Nine done in the first week and a bit. Yeah. 22 done today yeah why not just have two days like say alright we're going to start um, trade period on the 22nd and 23rd of October sort of your shit out before then rock up on the 22nd go bang here's the paperwork here's what we got yeah the funniest part was when they're like scrambling to get in the door because you have to be in the there's like a trade room yeah they'll be in the trade room before 2pm yeah and so like they they were just like 30 people. Yeah, it's like just lying up at like two to two, being like, oh, yeah, actually, we'll get it done now. Yeah. It's like you've had two, you've had two weeks. Yeah. And, and it's like to swap picks 43 and 57 with 67 and 14. It's like, just do that at day one. Get out of the way. Like, know, I don't understand like, why they take so long as well. Yeah. Like, what, are you, what are you talking about? Like, do you want him? I can understand. No, I don't want him. Okay. No, I did the trade then. Like, <laughs> I, can, I can understand a few like things needing... Like, if, how I was put this... Um, you need a massage and coerce and like you know win 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 the trade over maybe you know no but you might need a few tri- a few other clubs to make their move before the flow on effect for you yeah. to make. so like you know Adelaide and Carlton today before Kennedy can get to the GWS and yeah. stuff but surely like I said before the, the AFL goes alright 22nd 23rd alright clubs go well go talk to each other sort yeah. that shit out so they can just go in on the 22nd go bang done well do you reckon the AFL should actually allow make it fully above board 
that you can managers and clubs can talk to each other throughout the season. Because at the moment they do, they do it, but it's not, not they're not allowed to actually openly disclose that. No, Otherwise, you know, Don Park comes down to you and says, "Oh, you can't talk to Charlie Cameron because he's a contracted player." Oh, yeah, bullshit. Anyway, because they don't do it, um, just get it done. Like, just open it up like the NRL. Uh, Make it a lot more. It's great. I like it. Yeah. It's, so you can trade like any American, time. Yeah. Or not trade any time, but more like have a cutoff period. Yeah, but you can sign. You can sign a player, yeah. and they can make an announcement. Yeah, they'll yeah. still give their all because they don't want to devalue their own, their, yeah. own, their own product. Yeah, and their own value and their own brand. But the AFL would never shorten it. You know why? Oh, this this whole thing today was fully scripted. So the Adler trade went through. We were doing a little sweepstake at, at the office, and I said ten minutes beforehand. But then I realised there was too many trades left. But yeah, they they definitely said to Adler, like and Geelong and Gold Coast don't get this done until like this half an hour to go. Yeah. So, cause it was like full day on their website. It's a full day on the radio. It's just all about ratings. It's just all about yeah. this kerfuffle. It's, and it's two weeks. Like how do you get two weeks of content out of that, out of just whispers? Well, they get two weeks of content. They get two weeks of newspapers, news like on TV, radio, Facebook, everything. They get all that media attention stuff and it's not even in season. Mm-hmm. Name another sport in Australia that could do that. Yeah, zero. Zero. So why would they shorten it? No, it definitely makes sense. Would you like to see just more open open analysis though? Like, would you like it to be more transparent? Like, what's this going to Port Adelaide on $450,000? Yeah, that's, it should be like Because the moment all you know is you get, you get picks and the, if you're lucky, you might say, oh, you got a four-year deal. In America, but that's it's not, transparent. But in America, it's like, this is the money you got. This yeah. is when he's earning it. And that's what they should do. This is how much over that luxury tax they are. This is why I love American sport. Yeah. If they're all open and honest, it's there. Yeah. Well, I can't... And yeah. the best part is, is when blokes get overpaid and then they get like little Twitter beefs between players being like, oh. Yeah. And that's... Zobra's just got paid $40 million. I'm pretty sure I hit four more home runs than he did. And that kind of stuff. Yeah. It'd be really good to see. But um, yeah, Australia's a bit weird. We want to we want to be the big boys in sport and then we don't want to be the big boys in the sport. Well, AFL wants to be the big boys, yet the NRL will do it better than anyone, I think. Yeah. Yeah, definitely true. Speaking of the big boys, NFL, obviously the, the whole season's now ruined, really, because Aaron Rodgers is done. He broke his collarbone. Uh, it was a late hit. It wasn't a nasty hit, but it was definitely late. After the ball was thrown, does the NFL need to do more to protect quarterbacks? No, they're already a protected species anyway. Well, but like, there's no other, there's no other position in in an NFL team where that we just get whacked free reign. You watch those, you watch those games. Well, it was a late hit, and then you got it. We got a foul against him. Well, a the foul didn't get blown. He is gonna. The tackler did get fined and may miss a week, I think, yeah, on a rough conduct charge. Yeah. But like, it wasn't. Nothing happened in the game. And they lost their best player, and now and now the association has lost essentially their MVP of the year. Aaron Rodgers was was bringing in like the product now. The NRL product is less good, is worse now that he's not there, and we're only into round seven. Do you like watching a quarterback get sacked? I like watching the quarterback get sacked, but I also like Rodgers going the length of the field in 21, 21 seconds and winning games before overtime. You bring in more protection for quarterbacks, there's less likely to be a sack. It makes the game all more offensive, which means defense becomes null and void pretty much. Yeah. No. I mean, no, they will work ways around and stuff, but I think they're pretty well protected already. Like, I, you know, I watched um, Tampa Bay versus New England, and there was heaps of fouls, especially on 
went to have a bay with late hits and not, some of them were barely even late or were very you know not really a lot yeah happened simultaneous or whatever but yeah. and I see it a lot and I think they're already protected enough it was just an unfortunate incident how many times do you see a quarterback he was flipped and turned like if that was an AFL tackle yeah that was one of those like those flipping tackles or turning tackles or driving tackles whatever I want to call yeah. them so like it was it wasn't legit but yeah I just think, yeah, I think they're already protected enough. There's all the rules in place. The NFL is really good with, like, head and concussion and all that stuff as well. Wow, I wouldn't say really good. Well, I'd say they've acknowledged the fact that it's a crazy-ass sport and they need to do something about it. Yeah, I'd say it's sued. Yeah. But yeah, I think, they, I think they're protected enough and just, you know, it happens in sport. Yeah. It happens. You're going to get yeah. injuries. No, fair enough then. Do you think on that, that quarterbacks and passing offences are overrated? So obviously with... Is, you know, you, you like sacks. A lot of defensive teams are actually becoming more and more successful. And a lot of teams are actually playing quarterbackless football now. So, like, the Chiefs going with running game. Pittsburgh won on the, won on the weekend. Um, essentially just using running game. Running game. Um, yeah, is the quarterback position now overrated? And, like, really, who are the good quarterbacks in the NFL at the moment? There's probably one left now in Brady. You say the, the Chiefs. I think they're the top or second most passing yards in the in the NFL. Yeah. So do you not really rate Smith a lot or? No, because like, he doesn't pass. He doesn't. He's not a quarterbacking weapon in the sense that he doesn't pass long. He's not a Brady that will go and you'll get your over twenty yards type receives. He's not. He's not a bloke that takes on plays in the pocket. It's either get and along, check it down, or short multiple short sharp passes. So, so I've heard that like a cons- he's a conservative quarterback. I've heard that criticism of him early in the season, and I've watched a few games, and the actual same people, same person made the criticism and said that he's starting to adapt. So I watched him where he did get caught in a pocket, and he ran out and went for a run for ten yards. I think he's adapted his game, and he could be probably the, one of the best quarterbacks this year. And I, th- I know he's one of the older boys as well, so maybe he's having that one year where he start all starts to click for him. It also helps you at Hunt, who, although he struggled to run the weekend, still got over 100 yards you know, receiving. Yeah. So they've got multi-threat. And I think I don't think the quarterback's dead or it's gone because like even the Houston, Deshaun, um, yeah. Watson, Watson yeah. he's pretty exciting to watch. Obviously, Cam Newton's exciting to watch. They're not classic quarterbacks either, though. No, they're, they're, you're more they're, these, they're these college hybrids that come out. and yeah. Like Cam Newton is the Panthers' best running back. Yeah. But you look at watch Winston; he throws it more. Yeah, he's pretty good. He he, he takes it on as well. So you know, I think it's, I don't think it's dead. No, fair enough too. Uh, obviously, MLB postseason's happening. Uh, this one was a very early call. Aaron judges everything that's wrong with the New York Yankees. You take that either way because they just won the, the last three straight, and so that can just be because he's so good. He's everything wrong with the New York Yankees as well. So he went from being an absolute potato. All over American press, just saying this guy's no good. He's going to lose them the post. He's going to lose them the uh, the, the divisional series. Yeah. And now he's come off and he hit uh, multiple run homers in each of the last three games. Well, I feel this is my fault. <laughs> so when Cleveland were two nil up, I said, "Ah, oh, Cleveland are going to sweep the Yankees, eat shit Yankees." Astros were two nil up, and I said, "Oh, I'll sweep them away." Few uh, broom emojis, and all of a sudden it's three two. Yeah. Yankees um, win the World Series at this rate. I, I'm cursed. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I don't think I could stand the Yankees. If Richmond winning the flag was bad, Yankees winning 
the World Series is... No, the Yankees are the Collingwood of, of baseball. No, mate. I, I hate Yankees. Yeah, no, but... They're up there with Richmond. <laughs> so don't get started. <laughs> um, another person you'd like to get stuck into is uh, Clayton Kershaw. He sets off tomorrow, uh, ace versus ace. Uh, my hot take here is Clayton Kershaw cannot be considered the GOAT unless he overcomes his postseason yips. Uh, obviously, first time around in this series against the Cubs, he was saved by his bullpen and some good production on the offense. Um, but safe to say, he has he has he's been a shadow home for himself. So I think he only lost four games in the regular season, and he's yet to win a game in the postseason so far. So. Yeah. So last year he did all right in the postseason, but still, obviously, didn't get the pre- ultimate goal. Yeah, yeah. And with his previous years, it's still he's still got a lot to make up for. This year he got. Injured, so he's come. He's come back off the stable list, and since he's been back from injury, he hasn't produced. He hasn't, mm. His numbers have gone the other way compared to where he was before he got injured. So maybe you take that into a bit of consideration. Um, he would have. He did say he would have liked to have gone deeper against the Cubs, but you know the bullpen did the job, and that's what they've got to do. We'll see how he goes tomorrow. Um, yeah, I'm a bit worried for him though. I think. He's getting to the wrong side of the age bracket. He has pitched a lot. Injuries might be catching up, age. But now I've said that he'd probably come out and throw a blinder, so we'll see what happens. Yep, definitely. And uh, the last one, NBA's kicked off. We're two days in. We've actually had some pretty interesting games, and the Warriors lost their first game, yeah, which is just a, just a blessing. In good game as well. Very good game. Uh, the hot take here is the LeBron-Kyrie feud is the most interesting thing about the upcoming season. Well, I'm going to leave this one to you because you know a lot more about NBA than I do. I'm not really a massive fan unless it's 2K, uh, <laughs> NBA 2K on, on Xbox. So over to you, I think. This. Well, coming into the season, I was I was just very pessimistic. Warriors going to you know break the wins record. They're going to go undefeated in the postseason. They're going to win the finals 4-0 and it would just be all over and be just real boring basketball. But then... Always, there's there's little like little fights and little little mini super teams that have two or three absolutely jets, absolute jets in their teams. Being like, you know what, stuff the Warriors. We're gonna have a proper dip. So we start with Houston. Um, the the Celtics, Cavs game to start off with wasn't as much feuding as I think most people would have thought. That's probably because of the injury that happened. Earlier yeah, the, the injury happened really, and that was yeah, that was pretty pretty gruesome. There, what happened to Gordon Hayward, and that's kind of pretty much. It's ruined the Celtics now because they don't have a team that can match up to the Cavs. So yeah. that that few isn't going to happen this year. Uh, but uh, yeah, teams to look out for will be the the Thunder, the Rockets, mostly the West. Even even Timberwolves are going to be a sneaky development team. They took the Spurs very deep today, which was very good to see. But uh, surprisingly, it actually might be a very interesting NBA season. How the so. Phillies go? Because we've got you know Big Ben Simmons. Not 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 too bad. So uh, yeah, Simmons and Embiid both doubled up, got double doubles in their first game of the year. Like, they end up losing by about nine points, but that's to be expected. That team's more about development, and just yeah. you'll see some. They'll be good for highlights, and it'll be good to just see him rack up some huge stats for Simmons. And he's probably a good lookout there for uh, rookie of the year as well. So uh, there's our first little overreaction or underrated ten hot takes, uh, and a little catch up in the world of sport.
So as always, it's our favourite time of the pod. Our feature bets for the weekend. And I think, Barry, you've gone... You've gone the full smorgasbord this weekend. Yeah, You've gone around the globe in 30 days. We're going trackside. We're going NFL. We're going to go probably some other sports as well. I'm having a crack this weekend. What's, yeah. Having a dip, having a crack. Lead us off. What's your, what's your lead-off hitter for your feature bets this week? My lead-off is uh, at trackside. Yep. I'm going to go uh, race to Caulfield in the Caulfield Cup day. Number 10, would have thought so. So, first start, ran a nice second to Reserve Street. He has also ran after that in a, uh, pretty sure it was a listed race at Flemington. It didn't do it go so well, but the second start, it beat a smart one, Samari. And the win, the way it won, it, I was actually watching at home, it literally took my breath away. And I black booked it, and it's paying about $10. If it runs to the rate, like how it did last start, it would be right in this, and it's a great each way bet. So that's where I'm starting race two on Saturday uh, for the horses. And then I'm going a bit. Then I go a bit, bit more uh, sporty. Sporty as well. So there's three like in the NFL. You yeah. can take the easy option, which is head to head, and that's Kansas City, Carolina Panthers, and New Orleans Saints. Yep. Um, or you can go at the line, which I really like. So Kansas City are only three points. They haven't lost two games in a row since 2015. Uh, Carolina a three point three point five against Chicago who obviously we know are just pretty ordinary and New Orleans this is the one that's probably going to be the, the tougher one which is five and a half points against Green Bay I just think they can even though I take Green Bay I think they're going to score more just due to the fact that Green Bay won't have a quarterback uh, and Green Bay's defense does leak points as well so I think it could be a bit more scoring for New Orleans so that worries me there you go. Well, I'll jump in there with my NFL ones. Coincidentally, we've actually got two out of the three very much the same. So, uh, yeah, my NFL triple is to kick off the weekend. Kansas City giving up three points at Oakland, as you just mentioned. Uh, very. I didn't actually know that one little tidbit. They haven't lost two games in a row in a, in a very long time. Uh, I was just looking more at these matchups. So I'm a massive uh, DVOA fan, uh, which is like a it's just a metric that rates the individual units of a, of a team against each other. So currently, Kansas City have the number one rated offense, which is pretty obvious. They just score in bulk points. They've got receivers doing well. They've got runners doing well. Their quarterback, although I think it's a bit overrated, is obviously, you know, throwing the pill around. And they're, they're a good, fun watch, team to watch. Um, they're coming up against the Raiders, who are ranked 28th on defense out of 32 teams. Yeah. So three points here seems a bit... You know, yes, they lost to Pittsburgh last last week. Pittsburgh are the fourth best defensive team in the league, so uh, that loss was nothing to be ashamed very, of. Very dull game as well. And and Pittsburgh match up and have always matched up quite well against the Chiefs. Yeah. So that was, I think, a loss that that should have been expected. Uh, Sully did mention it. Shout outs, shout outs to Sully for last year, last week's uh, NFL pod. But I think, yeah, definitely the Chiefs win this one. Um, and just on the back, on the back of a having a better offense and b. Derek Carr has a very poor history against the uh, the Chiefs as well, so I don't see the Raiders scoring many points when they've got the ball in hand either. Uh, and you also mentioned Carolina giving up three points to the Bears. That again is an absolute no-brainer. That's two bucks. That's it's. I I don't know. I like. Are we going back? Is it back to the mid-year? You know, they're on it early. The bookmakers, and then 
did they get bored or something? Like, is it like the AFL? They just, they just, they just dropped the ball. No they just... idea. Like, surely Carolina won't put in a stinker two weeks in a row. Well, even that, like, they're playing the Bears. The Bears. Do you know what the Bears rate for offense? They're 29th. Yeah. They won't. They won't score enough points. It doesn't matter how bad the yeah. Carolina Panthers are. You need to score points to win games of football. Too many holes in the offense for the for the Bears. Trubisky, yeah, he's a rookie quarterback. He's looking all right, but the, the Panthers do all right in terms of their D line. And uh, people have went, I think, jumped the gun too early on uh, on the Panthers quarterback, our, our dear friend Cam Newton. So, yeah, he's a bit of a gobshite and he likes to run his mouth off the field, but... He can play. He can play, and he's a baller, and he'll do just that. Where I differ with you for my NFL bets is I'm going all in on Big Ben because he's back. Mm, Big Ben shit. is back. They're giving up five points to the Cincinnati Bengals. And uh, this one for mine... Is just a perfect matchup. Uh, Pittsburgh just beat the Bengals. Seven of the last eight, they've beaten the Bengals. Yep. And yeah, it, all they need to do is just give the ball to Levon Bell, and it's game over. He just runs. He ragged. just runs. He just runs ragged. And if you can get him, if he for some reason, if you can wingle a trade in for your fantasy team, get him because yep. he's going to run a lot of this ball. Check down, Big Ben will just be checking it down, checking it down, giving it off. Uh, and then once the game's pretty much done and dusted, he'll start throwing it long when he's, you know, safe and get over the yips. So that's for mine. That uh, that little multi there will give you about seven bucks value, which is uh, pretty good for the NFL. Well, I also had a bit of luck last week. I posted on Twitter with the A-League. I think I got uh, a couple of winners and a couple of draws. That I, tipped four, I tipped, four, tipped you four to win, had two from four. The other two were draws, and if you had to watch the games, I was pretty stiff, I reckon. Especially the Western <laughs> Sydney Wanderers. How they... Anyway. Uh, this week, I've I've gone Sydney FC to beat Western Sydney in the derby. Yep. I was thinking... Sydney, Just class. Yeah, yep. Sydney Class wins. Good. Yep. Uh, and Melbourne City um, to beat Wellington. Surely, their last couple of weeks have shown enough that they put away Wellington. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And uh, that plays into... The infamous All Balls multi... Uh, and at the moment, a lot of balls in play. We've got basketballs, we've got baseballs, we've got soccer balls from two different continents, and we've also got uh, pigskins. So Kansas City, to start the weekend off, they'll be playing tomorrow morning. Uh, just take them to win. The big value maker in this, and if uh, all five get up, it will get you around about $15 value, is I'm going all in on the Cubs here. The Cubs. 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 We'll be playing at Wrigley, the last game at Wrigley for this series. If they win this, I reckon they go all the way through to the World Series. It is uh, our good friend Kershaw at the plate against Jose Quintana. And if you watch today's game, the people that need to start producing on the offensive side for the Cubs are saying do that. Rizzo got some good hits. Uh, Baez went bang twice, and he was really bloody stoked about it as well because he got dropped. Uh, to the bench in the previous game because everyone thought he was pretty much done for the season. And uh, he came out, two massive homers, got us across the line. And I reckon I'm, I am sensing a very Kershaw-like yippee game coming in. Yeah. And I feel like I just feel like he's not, he's not, he's not right. He's not quite 100%. And uh, they're paying two bucks. So even as a standalone, yeah. maybe even a bit more by the time he gets to tomorrow, a good little value bet as well there. Uh, NBA tomorrow... Uh, lean pickings, but best value there will be the LA Clippers taking on the Lakers in the LA Showdown. Clippers are just a better team, and at this stage, 
Lakers have a lot of lot of lot of young rookies around. We're very excited to see what Lonzo Ball does. Um, but as we've seen with the other teams, they've done a lot of changes. It's very early in the season still, and those teams need time to gel. So I reckon a plucky contest early on, and then this probably balloons out to like an, into that nine point kind of win for the Clippers. But just take him at uh, at the head to head. And then into the soccer to round out the weekend. Chelsea are playing uh, the early game on Saturday night. They're taking on Watford. Watford, sneaky, all right team this year, but they're not going to beat Chelsea at home. No. And Chelsea are giving you a dollar thirty. Beautiful. To take on Watford at home. Makes thirty percent. So, silly. Yeah. Bloody silly. And to round off uh, Sydney in the derby as well. Whack them all together in the head-to-heads gives you about fifteen buckers, which is a pretty good, uh, pretty good all balls multi. Yeah. Well, just on the. A few weeks ago, I went over the A-League, and I, I made a bit of a mistake. I said Riera played for Adelaide. He actually plays for Western Sydney. That was my bad. I still get on him for leading goal scorer, golden boot in the A-League. He has only scored two, and the leader's on four. But he's also had the second most shots out of anyone in the A-League. And I think Western Sydney, as, a, as the season goes on, they'll start to, to grow a bit. And from what I've seen, they like to play a bit more attacking, freestyle sort of footy, so or soccer. But um, I think they'll score lots of goals. I think he'll be a reason why. Very, very good. And yeah, all my tips will be up on Friday night for... For Trackside. For Saturday, big day at Caulfield Cup. Hopefully uh, get some winners and hopefully through our sports betting as well, we've got some uh, good good wins. Definitely. And uh, obviously we're now on iTunes. We're fully legit on all the platforms. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We'll be posting regularly. We'll be talking some shit. Hopefully we'll be having some winners and uh, if there's a sport that you want us to cover, have a crack at, maybe try and find some value in, hit us up on any of those forums. And obviously, if you like it, subscribe to the podcast, give us a review. It helps us help you give you what you want, which is more of this. Everybody